You're listening to a podcast from 702. But for now, though, we bring you our Friday profile. We get to spend this half hour with stage, TV and film actress Kate Licorice. Now, her stage work has garnered her multiple awards. She's been nominated for Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress at the Florida Cup Theatre Awards. And as far as the screen is concerned, her screen work includes starring opposite people like Lawrence Fishburne, um, Orlando Jones and David Harewood um, in BET series Madiba, in which she played the iconic political activist Ruth First. Um, she also played opposite Helen Mirren in uh, Gavin Wood's Eye in the Sky. And of course, more recently, along Alongside Pearl Tusi, uh, Akin Omotosho, and Kahiso Lidija in Kahiso's Catching Feelings. And then this year has been such an incredible start to the year for her. Um, it's only been three months. The world is grappling with a lot of challenges. But in Kate's world, uh, she has had some of her biggest moments, including starring alongside Pearl Tusi in Africa's, in Netflix's first African original series, script to screen series, Queen Sono. And it was released globally in late February, but now uh, we're watching her as well on Mnet in a 13-part family drama called Still Breathing. It aired last night, every Thursday at 8 o'clock on Mnet. And she joins us now on the line just to talk about her career and, of course, her success. Good afternoon, Kate. Finally, we get Hi. to have this conversation. I think I, I need to hire you as my publicist. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sitting there blushing right now thinking, oh, really? Um, I am. I should have recorded it and, and, and just played it to myself in moments where I'm feeling down. <laughs> love it. Love it. But firstly, how are you during these times of Corona? I am sane. Trying to stay sane and sanitized is, is where my head's at at yeah. this point. Yeah. Um, just trying to kind of keep light. Um, downloaded an app called Zoom. I can have some dinner with some girlfriends tonight over our laptops. <laughs> um, and obviously lots of Netflix and Showmax. Um some gardening and uh, some cooking. Yes, yes, I know. I'm keeping busy. Exactly, exactly. And get to all those things we haven't had a chance to do. But first, I mean, yes. I, I want to talk to you about so much about your life, about your journey in this film, in, in this business overall. But it is such a tough time for artists. Um, you know, it's a tough time for the arts in general because of what this, uh, the, 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 uh, this declaration around a national state of disaster um, uh, entails. Mm. It's 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 a really tough time. I mean, I'm friends with so many um, artists, and I follow so many artists, and as you say, crews, and just just people involved in the arts. And it's just cancellation after cancellation after cancellation. Now, car, 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 uh, car, car, and cars cancel. It, it's just it's mm. there's it's it's never ending, mm. um, and people are really really stressed and really grappling with how they're going to pay their bonds, um, how they're going to support their family. So it's, it's intense. Mm-hmm. It's intense. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, I'm just, I think we're all kind of just grappling with this day by day and, yeah. and trying to, to be positive in whatever uh, frame that takes yeah. um, to support each other and kind of be there. For one another, but mm. it's 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 really tough. 
Yes, I mean, I watched a post, I saw a post the other day, you know, when uh, the theatre is going to be closed for a period of time, they always leave a light on the stage, you know, in the middle of yes. the stage. Uh, and so this for one particular theatre um, in an overseas country, you know, they just showed this image of this lamp with the light on, uh, you know, almost to announce to say there won't be any shows, uh, but we'll return, we'll be back because this light is a symbol of this yeah. hope and this fight that you have to put on it in spite of the challenges and you know a fight to come back to the stage i think exactly that i think as a you know just to be an artist or a creative anywhere in the world especially in south africa you've got to have a lot of fight in you you've got to have staying power and persistence um and this is ever more going to put that to the test absolutely and you know this well right because we know your success now but (laughs) you spent years (laughs) 10 years 10 years to become an overnight success (laughs) (laughs) i love that so you 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 studied um at uct but you're a waverly girl i know you're from joburg uh you're a waverly girl as in the neighborhood not the school per se Yeah, I went to St. Mary's. I grew up, uh, grew up in Joburg. Joburg, I'm a Joburg born and bred and very proudly. So I love, mm. love this city so much. Mm. Um, yeah. And then went to UCT, studied theater and performance for four years and then, um, played the waiting game for 10 <laughs> years. <laughs> Doing, I know I did, a, I did a hell of a lot of stage work. Amazing, amazing stage work. Um, that I'm so grateful for and, and lots of kind of bit parts in international and local film mm. and television series. And then last year, um, it all came together and I got two really amazing roles into game changing productions with the most amazing people and crews and directors and writers. Yeah. It's just, just a dream. I'll tell you when I was watching Queen Sono, and we'll start with that as far as your experience is, is concerned. Um, and Ekaterina Bromova is um, yeah. the character that you play, and she is a badass. So she is the yeah. daughter of a Russian crime family, and um, yeah. she is Pearl's characters and Queen Sonor's uh, arch nemesis, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, when I watched you, I was like, where has she been all of our lives? Because <laughs> you totally became Ekaterina, you know, this bad woman, as cold yeah. as ice, steely, you know, she, she's cold. And you, you, you can't be mistaken with her that if you put one foot wrong, she'll sort you out. It was so, it was so wonderful to play because she is so not me. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so, I'm so soft and apologetic and I care so much about what everyone thinks. That it's it not is apologetic. Just, <laughs> is it agreeable versus apologetic? Perhaps agreeable. But, yeah, perhaps perhaps very agreeable. Yeah. Um, but it was so liberating to play someone so cool. <laughs> I just love her. Like, I wish I could just like wear her as a suit on days where I'm just just not feeling it. Um, because she's, yeah, she's, she's amazing. And I don't know. I just found her from within me and and just loved every second of playing her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people who know me found it quite strange to sort of see that that side of me. And everyone on set, apparently, who didn't know me was completely petrified. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because <laughs> the look is scary. And you kind of, you walk to set from your, from your trailer with, with, 
like you're, you're concentrating. And because I had to speak Russian and speak in a different accent, I was often playing things over in my mind. So I'd have this look of concentration mm. that was definitely misconstrued for, for kind of anger. Um, so people... <laughs> People definitely kept out of my way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was an amazing process having to learn to speak Russian, having to learn to fight. Um, Let's start with the Russian. Let's start with the Russian because when we did the panel discussion at the premiere, you told me about parts of this experience and how challenging it actually was, as in how difficult the language it is. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, it's. I always said to to Kakiso when we started discussing this character, when when they gave me the AOK that I got in the role, that that we wanted to to work against stereotypes of what people think the Russian villain is, and we wanted to work towards a truth, a three dimensional character that people love to hate. Yeah. You know that that people could actually empathize with. Um, because I think, you know, we're yearning for more interesting, diverse, flawed female characters as opposed to one that just represents something like villainy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that I said, you know, well, she, she must speak Russian. You know, she's at home with her family. I had a bit of, of wine to drink that night. Um, <laughs> you know, she's not going to speak in English to her father. And Kakiso was like, I'm so happy that you feel the same because Tamsin, his wife and executive producer, we also feel that way. You know, it's very important. So I said, great. And then, then went on the six week crazy process of trying to learn to speak Russian, which was nuts. I did but, it, but, and it, it, it was amazing to have done it, but it was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. I can imagine, but one of your listed skills is accents, that you do Eastern European, uh, Irish, Italian, Portuguese, and, of course, now Russian. So it seems <laughs> like it's, it's a thing that comes easy to you. Accents, I think, they come easy to, to a lot of actors just because you're so used to practicing them. Mm. And in terms of, of the parts that I've played on stage, I've played a, a lot of different genres and different, in different countries. So you have to kind of learn that, learn that dialect and way of speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is, it's fun, it's fun to play an accent, but it's also so nice when you get a part and you can play in your own voice. Right, um, right. Which yeah. you do actually in in still breathing. Um, uh, so I remember soon after Queen Sono, you dropped me a text to say, you know what? That's one side of what I can do. This wait and see, still breathing, which is on Mnet now, t- um, was on last night at eight o'clock. I checked Twitter at that time, and it was actually trending. You know, people. Yeah. Uh, of course, the drama is building up. This was the fourth episode last night, and mm-hmm. was really feeling. Um, how this, this group of friends, the families involved are dealing with a tragic event, of course, which kicks us off in the very first episode. Um, and one, some of our listeners actually mentioned and said, what about still breathing? And when it just started, in fact, and I said, yes, we are planning on speaking to Kate. There is an interest. People are watching it and she'll tell us more about this, uh, production. When was it shot? And, uh, how would you describe it? How would you describe it? So we shot it last year. We did it in nine weeks. Mm. Um, so 13 episodes in nine weeks, the way we do things in South Africa. We've well, yeah. gotten used to doing things in South Africa. For those of you who don't know, that means about 20 pages. 
mm-hmm. um, a day, which is nuts. In America, they usually do about four. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had an amazing team of, well, Tiffany Barbazano wrote it, produced it, and starred opposite me as Jess, my sister. <laughs> yes. And Johnny Barbazano is her husband and director as well as producer. And then James Aidy is the most amazing cinematographer. And then the most fantastic cast of delicious and wonderful, beautiful inside and out actors. Mm, that mm. It, was, it was just like being in actor heaven. Honestly, it was. Oh. So it was intense. The story is intense. I mean, I hate, I hate giving comparisons, but the simplest way to describe it is kind of this is us meets parenthood. Ah. So it, it's a character-based drama that looks at, at a group of friends who've kind of drifted apart and then are brought back together because of this charity um, because of this uh, tragedy yes and it's 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 a lot of drama and a lot of heartache but it's also beautifully balanced mm-hmm. with a lot of humor it's um, like life isn't it because that's how i it found is, it like it all is. the four episodes and i thought this is this is life you know the tragedies exactly. the secrets uh the things that you know who knows what who doesn't know what are relationships with people with in-laws it's 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 life um exactly. and on that note exactly. i just want to take david's call uh david is calling us from four ways been listening to my conversation with kate Lickridge. she stars as abby in um the eminent drama series still breathing in its fourth episode which uh, aired last night it's a 13-part family drama uh david hi Hi, Zanya. Hi, Kate. I just want to Hi. tell you that she's such a good actor. Yeah. And my wife was actually saying last night is that, where has she been? How can we only see her now? And, yeah. and we started watching Still Breathing, you know, like, we were so surprised. And we watched Queen Thorne, and then there she appears. She's a badass. Mm. And wow. Well done. You know what, David? What you should do, David, what you should do is also watch Catching Feelings because she's in that too. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know one one thing. We're still breathing. When your best friend gets in the actual job with your husband, what happened to a shoe? Because I thought every every episode we're looking for that shoe. <laughs> I thought that would be where you, you actually connect watch. the dots. Where is that you shoe? Gonna where have is the to shoe? Who is the shoe, I'm David? Gonna says. have to watch. for that shoe. <laughs> I love it. No, but thank you very much, guys. Thank, thank you, you. Very much. Oh, David. And thank you so things. much. That's David in uh, in four ways. And yeah, I mean, he did give away part of the plot there, but it does happen quite early, you know, in in um, in the series. Um, but it's very emotional and there's a lot of crying. And I looked yeah. at it and thought, oh, my goodness, I wonder how taxing that that is for the entire cast. It's a difficult subject matter, firstly, to broach, you know. And then secondly, of course, the performance has to live up to this difficulty mm. that life can sometimes present. So how do you was it easy? You know, is it easy for you to to cry on screen? No, no, it's I'm not I'm not one of those cry on on tap kind of actors. I. I can't just just turn it on. I, I really have to feel it. I mm. can't just dial it in. Um, so how I do you how do you make sure you feel it? What do you, you what do you do? Well, the script was so good. It was mm. so good. I cried reading the script when Tiffany ah. sent it to me. The writing was just so beautiful and poignant, and it wasn't overwritten. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. it's. 
Oh, it was just so amazing. So, so when you just said the words and were in those moments with, with other actors, you know, the tears, they come when you see people's faces and the look on their faces and you share that emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, the tears come and, and the crew was just so respectful and made it such a safe space for, for all of us to be in. Yeah. Um, it's 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 harder to cry when you're on your own. So Johnny, the director, would play music for you to kind of get you in 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 the mode to cry. And then what songs were those? Just, I wonder. He made an entire playlist, and you know Ooh. everyone is going mad for the score. And mm. every time I watch an episode, I message Tiffany and Johnny and be like, "The score is unbelievable. They're just mm. so good with finding finding music that just it doesn't take over, but it it's." It's just there as an undercurrent that also helps, you know, with the emotion. So for um, David... And then on yeah. other days, I was just... We were just so tired. <laughs> so exhausted. But you just cried. Hey, you know, it's You're easy so to tired. do. Or maybe it's even like that time of the month where you're already just so sensitive exactly. about things. <laughs> I hear or you, you miss breakfast and you're so hungry. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Okay, so that's that's how you did it. That's how you did it. But what happens with Abby for people like David and me uh, and all those people who made a trend last night on social media? What can you tell us about what happens w- w- with Abby? And of course, we don't want to give anything away. No, well, so Abby is, is you know, she's she's kind of the central character mm. in in terms of the story. You know, there's there's basically eight lead characters in terms of the friends, but she's the the one around which everything is happening. Yeah. Um, and it is interesting because in the beginning, you know, Johnny and Tiffany, it's it's they were worried, and I was also worried about how to portray someone like this because. If you portray her as defeated and as an as a victim for thirteen episodes, people are going to get tired of watching that. It yeah. becomes very boring. So I said from the beginning, what I want to focus on with her is her fighting spirit. Mm-hmm. That she is trying with everything that she has to kind of move forward and to get through this. Mm. Um, because you can only watch someone kind of collapsed in a heap on the floor for so long. Yeah. And I think that that's for her, this series is about finding the strength from within herself mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be okay, to find her happiness from within. Right. Um, because so much of her happiness was, was about her husband, was about, you know, trying to create a family with him and, and kind of all these goals and being in control. And I think for her, if she can kind of learn to lose control, not to... To yes. to to yes. think so much in the future, but to be in the present, mm-hmm. then then she can she can find herself and she can yes, find that kind is of so, That's so rich because in the present she's experiencing disappointment because she's living so much in the future. I mean, a line that cut was when she says, "He was my life," and I thought, "Yeah, actually," and that's worrying. Yeah. That's worrying because now he's yeah. gone. Um, so, what can we expect from you, Kate? Uh, word on the street is that you've got an upcoming food podcast called Smack Your Lips. Yes, so I've got an upcoming food po- podcast called Smack Your Lips. It's going to be available on the Himalaya app. That's going to be in the next few months. Nice. Um, and that's all about food and booze, but a very kind of candid look at um, food, booze, restaurant scenes, things like mm-hmm. fad diets, um, mm-hmm. but with with 
uh, celebrities and stand-up comedians and chefs and and experts in the industry. So a nice mix nice. of people who who talk about um, serious things sometimes in a not so serious way. <laughs> so it's a nice <laughs> it's a nice blend of of um, entertainment and a kind of trivia. And, yeah, just discussion. Fantastic. Um, We'll look out for it when it comes out. And, of course, staying tuned to uh, Still Breathing. Thank you so much, Kate, and stay safe. Thank you so much for having me and talking to me and keeping me company because I've been alone all morning. (laughs) (laughs) The first person you've spoken to. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Thank you, Kate. Have a great weekend. Have an awesome weekend, you too. That's Kate Licorice, and uh, she's a South African stage and TV and film actress. Catch her in two shows that are out at the moment. Queen Sono, firstly, where she plays um, Ekaterina Gromova, um, and also Still Breathing, where she plays the part of Abby. Um, Still Breathing focuses on love, friendship, complicated relationships, there's betrayal, and long-kept secrets, and it's quite emotional, but... It's just really a rich tapestry of what life, uh, how, about how life goes.